Hi, and welcome to the Big Spoon Podcast, where we talk about eating and drinking in San Antonio, Texas. My name is Jessely Sarras, and this week's guests are PJ and Lindsay Edwards, who are opening Meadow at the Alley on Bitters. After working in lauded restaurants in Charleston, South Carolina, and Austin, PJ is back where it all started. The couple shares what to expect from the restaurant, which opens later this month. Here's the Big Spoon. All right, so we're here with PJ Edwards and Lindsay Edwards, and uh, you guys are opening up what's going to be probably the most talked about restaurant in the, in the fall, Uh-oh. I think. I'm going to put it down. I'm saying it. <laughs> um, All right. But go ahead and tell us about yourselves. So my name's PJ Edwards. Um, I am from San Antonio. I worked in San Antonio a long time, and... I just recently moved back and I'm opening a restaurant over off of Bitters in the alley um, called Meadow Neighborhood Eatery and Bar. And so when you say you've been in San Antonio for a while, but you're from Victoria. No, I'm from Lavernia. Lavernia, okay. Not I get that them far confused. Away. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I tell more people I'm from San Antonio because they don't know where Lavernia Laver- is. Because where is it? Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, and so what was the first restaurant that you worked at here? The first chef I worked for was Damien Wattel at Chalavanderia way back in the day. Okay. Um, and then from there, I went on to open his Chaldue up north at Stone Oak. And then I started working for Jason actually in this very building when it was BIM 555. And then I was the chef de cuisine here for about three years. Moved away to Charleston, South Carolina. And then I've been in Austin the last four. Okay. So for in Charleston, you did work for Sean Brock, mm-hmm. who is, you know... A big name. Yeah. <laughs> what did you learn from him there? Oh, man, a lot. Uh, you know, just uh, the approach to food and the building a relationship with the people that grow your food and then having, you know, flexibility as a chef to be able to adapt to whatever your farmer's bringing in and change your menu and, you know, do it that way. Yeah. It was a, it's a good sensibility to have that I don't think I had here before I left. Um, but it really opened my eyes to that. Wait, let's backtrack. Where did y'all meet? So we met at Vin 555. Ooh, work relationship. <laughs> well, it was a work relationship about, what, a little over seven years ago? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a little over seven years ago. Uh, and that was kind of all, all she wrote for us. Yeah, so we moved to Charleston together. And uh, Lindsay didn't last in Austin very long, so we moved to San- New Braunfels, and she came back to San Antonio, and I stayed in Austin. What was it about Austin? Uh, so it was, I don't know, I all of the good restaurants, not good restaurants, all the restaurants I was interested in working in that had more of that um, family-oriented and team-oriented were really staffed up, mm-hmm. and the only ones that were hiring were the corporate style I didn't want to work in, and yeah. I, I got frustrated with the environment. And I got frustrated with the traffic, and I wanted to just slow it down a little bit and find something where I can focus on, you know, the individuals as guests and as my employees and my team and everybody I worked with. So I wanted to come back home. So mm-hmm. um, we moved to New Braunfels, and it was perfect. He went north, I went south, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And so in Austin, you were working um, for Contigo. Mm-hmm. And what was that like? Uh, it was great. You know, it was... Uh, very eye-opening in a in a lot of different ways um in positives and negatives um in the sense of like you know we opened a lot of restaurants um we 
so I learned a lot about that, but we also had some hard times at two of them, you know, and seeing that side of it. it was, so that as a whole was like, it, I think it formed me to be, you know, just more aware of things, you know, that I wasn't necessarily aware of before I went there. Like what? Like business side? Business side yeah. of it. Yeah. You know, like, um, for so long I've just been in the kitchen and yeah, I, I running restaurants as the, as the head chef, you're, you're, you're doing some back-end stuff yeah. but I, I never like had a full grasp of it I don't think of everything involved um, and so moving into the culinary director role there from being one of their chefs uh, and you know overseeing all of the restaurants and all of the kitchens and managing you know all the chefs of the restaurants it was you know it was good mm-hmm. I, I that time to me was uh, you know one of the most valuable times of my life it's hard to put it in words for sure but it definitely I saw a lot definitely I think that's a little bit of what young chefs kind of give up when they branch out on their own too soon like watching someone else make the mistakes watching somebody else put money down and doing all that I think that's something that like if you have the chance to watch from behind and watch behind the scenes why not do it yeah I don't know um so tell us about Meadow so Meadow is, it will be a neighborhood restaurant um, with seasonal Texas Southern is kind of our concept, if you will. Um, you want to take over? <laughs> um, so the, you know, seasonality is the most important thing to us with the food and the drinks and even the wine list. Um, even the uniforms. Even the uniforms, yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to be outside. I'm going to see some shorts in a pa- on the patio. Yeah. You're yeah. going to see some shorts on the patio when yes. it's hot out. You have to. Um, but it is, you know, everybody says you don't get a lot of seasons in Texas, especially in San Antonio. But they're not long, but you do get them. Yeah. You get them with the food, too. And when you're using those farmers, it's, it's really important. They're out there doing the hard work. They're making that food for us. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, yeah, even down, as Peter said, to the wine list and to the cocktails. I'm not going to have blueberries if blueberries aren't in season, right. you know. Um, and it, it'll it be fun, too. So it's not something we're going to be serious about. We want to be as seasonal as we can because that's what tastes best. Yeah. We're not going to be when sticking you bite in- and mad about it because <laughs> there's no grapefruit. Right. When, when you bite into an awful tomato because it's not seasoned, it, that's when you realize, oh. Yeah, he won't allow us to have tomatoes at our house when it's not tomato season wow. because they just do not have any flavor. So I don't get tomatoes at home until <laughs> tomato season comes around, and then I get a tomato mayonnaise sandwich, and it is my favorite. Yes. Do you can them so that you have some of that, you know? No, no. I mean. I want we, that juicy, fresh, yeah, you need the like fresh, fresh seasoned yeah. tomato and just, like, biting into that. Um, I don't mean to. I didn't mean to gloss over your background too, no, because no, yeah. I think San Antonians are more familiar with you. Um, in the last seven years, you've helped open how many restaurants? Um, <laughs> I I don't know the exact number. Um, I've probably been there with Jason through probably about five or six, seven restaurant openings with him. I mean, I don't want to count them, but I think it, yeah, at least it was. It's a handful it's for a sure. Handful. Um, <laughs> yeah, I worked for Jason for. I don't know, seven years, I believe, uh, off and on. Obviously, we went to Charleston. Um, and I learned a lot from him. You know, I started in this location, uh, so it's kind of cool to come back here and open my own spot. Um, and I I worked through most of his restaurants, so I got to see the Fine Dining Lodge. Um, you know, the Ben 
with the tapas, the Alamo barbecue range with, you know, the steakhouse he did and the Italian as well. And so it's been fun. Um, and it's definitely helped to open my eyes to, you can keep the same standards no matter the cuisine, yeah. no matter the location. Right. And you can build teams and coworkers and um, guests across seven, eight different variations of restaurants. And he does that well. And, you know, he's a great mentor to PJ as well. And, yeah, it's been cool. fun. Mm-hmm. Learned so a lot. You guys have not worked together since Charleston. Since, no, here. since here. When we met oh. here seven years ago. Okay. So, so what's um, that been like? It's Okay, so, you know, everyone's like, oh, Going, going in business with your husband. Yeah. yeah what are some of the warnings guys? that you've gotten? Yeah. But every, well, everyone's like, oh, you know, hey, y'all are going to be fighting. You know, hey, make sure y'all, if y'all have an argument, it's in the office. It's not, you know, on the on floor. The line, yeah, yeah. On the line, <laughs> screaming and yelling at each other. And I'm like, okay, we're not going to fight like that. Like, we communicate very well in our marriage, and we've always made sure we do that. And it's, it's funny because now this business side of it, it's the same communication. Um, and it's awesome to be able to, we have not had any issues. There's not been any like communication errors or anything. It's, it's been fun. It's been peaceful. It's been, uh, exciting. You know, you, you pick a, you pick a husband, you you (laughs) marry someone and you know, you, you love them and your relationship there is great. And you can just only hope that going into business with them, it's the same. And it is. Yeah. And you don't always end up with business partners that you love and nope. that work well for you, and it does here. So as far as menu design, how did that collaboration go down? So um, typically the way we do, um, so we separate it front of house, back of house, right? So mm-hmm. he says, here's what I want on my menu, and then we all look at it and say, well, here's what I don't like, and here's why. And he says, okay, didn't think about it. Let's look back, circle around. Mm-hmm. And then same on the flip side for the front. Well, here's what I was thinking for the design. He's like, well, think about it this way. And I'm like, great, didn't see that side. Um, so it's, you know, I'll do handle mostly the front of house stuff and put it together. And he's like, well, you got to see it from this side too. And it's been great to have somebody counterbalance it. Nice. Yeah. What? From the two pop-ups, was it two? Mm-hmm. Three. Two pop-ups, two. and then we did the Saint City dinner. Okay. So of the two pop-ups and the dinner, what are the menu items that you know will resonate really well with this audience? Like, what was what has done uh, so well and gotten really good comments? So we, we wanted to show our, our, I don't know the right word I'm looking for, our flexibility, I guess, in this fact that the menu is going to change pretty frequently. So we wanted to... We didn't do any of the same dishes at any of the pop-ups. Oh, yeah. Um, so I knew, I knew that, and I was kicking myself for not going to the yeah. second yeah. one because I was like, ugh. But, uh, I mean, like, the, <laughs> the chicken skin biscuit is going to be one of our snacks, and I think that will become very popular, and we did that at the second pop-up. Yeah, second. Yeah. The chicken uh, skin biscuit was at the second pop-up, yeah. 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 My nephews loved them, so, you know, it's got kids' stamp pretty much, too, so. <laughs> uh, definitely the chicken skin biscuit, and that one's going to be fun. I like it. It's just awesome. Uh, did you do cornbread? No, I haven't done cornbread. I thought you did. I thought you did too. For the first one. Yeah. Maybe. With pimento cheese, right? No, because I didn't want to do pimento oh, cheese there. Yeah, no, I guess yeah. not. Yeah. So okay. I haven't done it. Yet. I'm trying to think what else we've done that's going to be stupid. Imagine a cornbread. This ribeye dish here we did that day, or the first pop up, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we wanted to just, you know, showcase the seasonality and even from you know the the pop-ups were two weeks apart but the what we were getting in was different different and you know just showcase everything that we're going to be doing here and 
like we did the pasta dish at one of the pop-ups and yeah. pasta is not southern by any means but i love making pasta so and it's a neighborhood place so we'll always have one like house-made pasta dish on and mm-hmm. things like that cool so tell me about this pimento cheese though <laughs> oh it's so good so it is pretty classic pimento cheese um we add some pickled jalapenos to it to give it a little kick and then um also a touch of smoked paprika so it kind of gets a smoky some flavor heat, yeah. yeah so nice. most people serve it you know you you'll see it with chips or crackers or something like i don't know being able to spread it all over some nice sour cornbread is sounds real good yeah so. um you left San Antonio in 2012. 12. And that was like right before everything kind of mm-hmm. blew up. What, South Town was not South Town when there I was left in There wasn't a pearl. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a pearl. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's... There, was, there was a quarter of a pearl. Yeah. 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 It was honest. still growing yeah. in the oyster. Yeah. Honestly. Um, I mean, obviously you were coming back though. You did a lot of the harvest feasts. Mm-hmm. Um, are you doing the one in November? Yep. Yes. Cool. So we, people can see you there. I mean, what did you take away from coming back every so often and seeing it grow like were you it was great to see it grow yeah. you know um it was something that i i had always wanted for the longest time like all right we're almost there we're gonna go we're climbing the mountain and you know i feel like almost the year we moved away like it kind of started happening yeah you know? we're like what <laughs> yeah it's like whoa san antonio you know the food scene has came a long way and especially now in the last six years mm-hmm. um and it's great to see i mean I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, it's... That's an it's, open-ended question. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I love it. And it, it <clears throat> he would come back for those events, and then, you know, I worked here, so, of course, to come down and have dinner, it's just, it's awesome to see how well it has changed. You yeah. Know? And we're very excited about it. I love that it's coming around, it's changing, it's growing. It's, mm-hmm. it's becoming San Antonio. I think what was most impressive about the first pop-up was that Girl is a teeny tiny space <laughs> and there were people of all ages like uh-huh. coming down to see it what did that mean for you like what did that mean for either of you like it hit the nail on the head then you know <laughs> it, it really did because I, I I do expect people to bring their children here I do expect to have girls night I do expect my parents to come here uh, you know in the neighborhood you're in a little bit of an older neighborhood and mm-hmm. they've come knocking on the door are you open yet not yet almost yeah um so, I mean, it, like, it felt great. Yeah. And it felt great that that's what this will be filled with, is families and friends and fun night outs. Yeah. What about the bar? Tell me about, because that's your... So, the bar, um, again, you know, uh, we're going to have a cocktail list. Uh, the cocktails on there, there'll be some classic ones, typical things you're going to see, and just a good margarita. Um, but we'll do some fun things as well. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier... <clears throat> Like, one thing I'm on right now is cantaloupes. Because mm-hmm. he's been picking up some awesome cantaloupes from the farmer's market. Nice. So, I did a little drink with some cantaloupe and some gin and a little bit of uh, some Thai basil. And mm-hmm. it was just, it was so awesome. And it tastes so good and just crisp and clean. Um, but I'll keep it seasonal. So, I'll just kind of flow. And it it may change every week, depending on what he can get from farmers. If, sorry, I don't have any more cantaloupes, then we're going to move on to the next one right. and have fun <laughs> with it. Um, I get, we're not gonna. Be, I'm not gonna be a stick in the mud for, for it. So change it. Let's keep yep. trying it. Um, the beers we're gonna keep it very local, very Texas, um, San Antonio, Austin, all around. There's so many good beers in this town, mm-hmm. and Austin, it's ridiculous. So I, 
it would be silly for me to go outside of San Antonio and Austin. Yeah. Um, and then wines I'm going to have fun with. So... I'll keep some of the wine. You'll have your class. I made a face. Sorry, nobody can see the yeah, face. she made them. a face. There was this look of shock and surprise. <laughs> and um, the enticement. Yeah. Yes, and enticement. Um, I'm going to have some fun with the wine list. Yeah. Um, I am a, everybody knows this, I'm a huge sparkling rosé drinker and rosé drinker. So Thank you for that. There's going to be a lot of sparkling rosés, a lot of rosés. Um, and then, again, sparkles. Like, there'll be cavas and proseccos on there, champagne as well. Um, and I'll have your classic, so don't, don't freak out. You can still come get your classic Cabernet <laughs> from California if you want that. Great, I have it. But yeah. I want to do some fun stuff. I want to do a lot of boutique stuff. I want to do um, smaller vineyards and lesser-known grapes. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So no date yet. But no date as of this moment. Date soon, though. Date soon. Keep um, an eye out. Yes. We will. I will give it to you tomorrow. We're just trying to see how the event goes. Okay. Like, just to see how service how, how flows. How tonight goes for us. Sorry, I mean the kitchen? No, 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 you're yeah. good. <laughs> Erasing. No, no, you're fine. <clears throat> so, okay. Keep but an yeah, eye I out. I to wait on your story to, like, tomorrow or Friday. Like, I should have a date. Okay. Hopefully. That works. This will be... This is just behind the scenes. Yeah, they like so. to hear this anyway. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be open by the end of the month. Okay. So. That's exciting. There's well, a few little details we're waiting on. Yeah. Wait, you're waiting for what else? A few details. Okay. That, like, we have a few things we're waiting to put together. Got it. So. The art. I forgot. The clock. Sure. Yes. The clock. <laughs> you got to get a big clock up. It the, needs something. The, the table's here. outside. Yeah. The, the rain There's has held us up on the yeah. last week. If yeah. Mother Nature would calm down and go back to what she usually does. would be great. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, thanks so much for your time. Thank and you. we're excited to have Meadow in San Antonio. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. We're excited. Thanks for listening to the Big Spoon Podcast, a San Antonio Current podcast with music by Chris Conde, produced by Jaime Monzon, and hosted by me, Jessely Saradas. Send any questions, comments, concerns, or kudos to flavor at sacurrent.com. See you next time.